0: I suppose a real basic example of what podcasting is to radio is what Netflix is to TV. No one really knows really what the like the like what's going to happen but everyone knows there's some sort of opportunity there, pick a subject out of the air, you'll find a podcast about it. And the great thing is because that might be a passion of yours, if there isn't a podcast about that, might as well start one. Start <laughs> yeah. You can
1: hit a worldwide audience so something that seems so extremely niche can actually have a really big audience.
2: Hello and welcome to episode 86 of Be The Drop, a weekly podcast that delivers practical insights to help you unlock your brand story and supercharge your business. I'm Amelia Veal, small business owner and storytelling superhero. Here at Narrative Marketing, we are passionate about the power of telling stories to help us learn and connect and also to build business relationships that drive sales. As podcasting becomes a stronger and more widespread communication platform, I'm increasingly asked for my tips to help make the medium work for businesses. This is something I have in common with my guests this week, who I met last year through the Adelaide Podcast Festival. As well as running this annual festival, Liam and Andy co-founded the Ozcast Network, a network of podcasts that began on the back of their first podcast, also featuring Big Owl, called The Badcast. Today, Auscast Network has 26 podcasts underneath its umbrella, with more in the pipeline. In today's episode of Be The Drop, we discuss the future of podcasting and the advertising benefits businesses can tap into. Plus, Liam and Andy reveal their top tips for getting your podcast up and running. This is Andy and Liam's version of Be The Drop. To add even more value to the podcast, I recently launched our free storytelling program called Storytelling to inspire your tribe and fuel your business, which you can access via our Facebook group, Brand Storytelling Superheroes. If you're looking to make your business story more engaging and exciting, head over to Facebook and join the Brand Storytelling Superheroes group. We'll help you unlock your storytelling superpower. Andy, Liam, thank you so much for joining me for the next episode of Be The Draw.
0: Thank you so much. We're excited, aren't
1: we? I know. Thanks for having us on. Again, it's almost (laughs) the first time that's ever happened, I think.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was such a short period last time because we were at the podcast festival, Adelaide Podcast Festival, and I knew that I needed to bring you back and have an actual full episode interview. To get us started, though, before we jump into talking about the podcast festival, how about you explain your item of significance? Um. all right
1: uh, Andrew here is my item of significance and he's uh, I've brought him along wearing a t-shirt uh, on an event that we run which is
2: also
0: year. my item of significance right. I'll
1: explain the Adelaide podcast festival okay. which is what we can see here in the t-shirt uh, yeah, it's an event we run once a year um, second year we've run it uh, hope to run it again next year and it's Kind of a showcase of lots of different podcasts. I mean, you've been a couple of years now as well. And, uh, you know, uh, when we f- were first asked what was a podcast festival, what happens? So I didn't really know myself. And uh, now we know because we've done it a couple of times. So, yeah.
2: <laughs> obviously, you're passionate about podcasts. And yep. behind the Adelaide Podcast Festival is Oddscast Network. Yeah. So perhaps you can explain a little bit about how the network came to fruition, what you're hoping and what you're hoping to achieve with that.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess I'll start off with the the way we began. Years ago, I sort of got into podcasting and it was, I guess it, like podcasting went big for a bit a long, long time ago in the US, especially, and then died off. Then it sort of started to rise back a few years ago. I was driving along listening to uh, the Joe Rogan Experience at the time and I was like, you know what? I caught up with Big Al the other day, comedian here in Adelaide. and. Uh, I reckon he and Liam should get back together because they used to do a show on Fresh that was really quite popular. And I reckon they should get back together and, and do a sort of podcast formula. And uh, they'll be really successful. So I was uh, hosting this fashion parade Run them mall, and Big Al came to visit one day and, he, and I was like, bro, you should be doing this podcast with Liam. And he's like, this sounds like a great idea. Like, how do we get it started? And I was like, I have no idea. I'll catch up with Liam, let's see what we can do. I uh, caught up with Liam literally the next week, uh, sitting around, I was like, bro, She'd be on a podcast with Big yeah. And Liam was like, Bro, that sounds fantastic. And <laughs> I was, a lot and of I was like, Yeah, yeah. So we're brought up, high fiving everywhere. And, um, then he's like, Why don't you join us? I was like, That sounds like an amazing idea. <laughs> and then so we started the bad cast. Um, we had no idea what we were doing. Three dudes sitting in my lounge room uh, with an Esky in the middle, and we would just record our chats. And luckily, we're sort of three dudes that have been in radio before. So Big out being the comedian. Liam being uh, quite the hilarious dude what he is with a beard. Death, okay. um, <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> the bearded man. Yeah. Uh, and then you had me. And uh, it was a really great dynamic and, and we just sort of began. And then one day, uh, one of our other mates was like, I would like to do a podcast as well. How do we do that? And we're like, well, come beneath our wing. That's we'll right. take you with us.
1: And I guess that's where it sort of began. Yeah, we, we kind of became a network without really thinking about it. We were just helping a mate out. Because we were just going, oh, we'll just do what we did for the other podcast. And then all of a sudden we had two. And then it just kind of went from there. And yeah, how many have we got now? Uh, we've got about
0: 26 uh, last count with a wow. few more in production yeah. at the moment. A
2: yeah. couple of things there. Firstly, with a background in radio, what's the difference there?
0: I suppose a real basic example of what podcasting is to radio is what Netflix is to TV. Uh, there's also like... Um, it's still a new technology to Australia especially. So there is so many opportunities to financially reward themselves, uh, especially with the, the, uh, the radio companies. Uh, no one really knows really what the, like the, what's gonna happen, but everyone knows there's some sort of opportunity there. That is kind of the future, especially you know, as telecommunication companies bring in better technologies to listen to things and to you know, watch movies online and things like that super quick. Uh, it's going to go that way for for audio too, mm. and especially there's no rules. There's uh, obviously less regulations as well. So a lot of uh, podcasts that would not ever get you know uh, an opportunity on commercial radio now have the opportunity to speak, have the opportunity to build their own little networks and. Um, mm and supporters and followers, and pick a subject out of the air, you'll find a podcast about it.
2: Yeah, it's incredible, isn't it? I really love that you can dive into a subject about anything. Yeah, You'll you'll find a a podcast on it.
0: And the great thing is because that might be a passion of yours, if there isn't a podcast about that, might as well start one. (laughs) Yeah, there's an opportunity right there to to get in there and and start something about something you love so much. So uh, like Talking Tendons, that's literally a podcast talking about, is it, Tendonology, tendonopathy. T- there we go there. and literally what, what he, is that it's it's, a, it's 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 the doctor right. doctors that work on your tendons crazy popular you never
1: you never know what's going to be popular and the, you know the, the beautiful thing about it is if you, if you run a show like that on radio you'd only ever get the people who are in that particular geographic area where the radio show is being played but because um, of the, the beauty of the internet you can hit a worldwide audience, so something that seems so extremely niche can actually have a really big audience.
2: Yeah. yeah it's, it's interesting huge. because for client work that we're doing, we're finding more and more demand for this audio. You know, people, so many more people are now wanting podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, I really do hope that that, you know, doesn't go too far, that marketers don't ruin it. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, you never know what happens really, but uh, they'll keep, keep trying. They'll keep yeah, trying yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it
2: is, it still seems to have that pure form of, like subject matter content like i just want to go and find out about something so that's what i get
0: yeah and i guess like that'll be another way of because it's it's people power like you select it uh, you select that particular podcast to listen to you press play you press stop whenever you want Mm. so um, you know if it gets commercialized too much people just won't listen to it
1: i think people are actually more inclined to want to support companies that are or businesses that are on advertising on their favorite podcast because it's like, hey, we know you're helping out this this person who's doing a show for us every week and we really like the show and you're helping them to to pay for you know the, the privilege of doing that. So you know what, I'll help you out. And I think there's actually really good um, cut through with podcast advertising. But you are right. You know, you need to find that the happy balance of, you know, mm-hmm. too much advertising and and just, and still keeping the lights on, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, you know, Joe Roving, one of the biggest podcasts in the world, I think we mentioned him before, you know, he does about 10 minutes of live read stuff at the beginning of every episode. He gets away with it because he does four hour episodes
0: and probably releases them three or four times a week. I personally think podcast advertising does it a lot better than um, your traditional media.
2: Well, I can't imagine watching an ad for t- 10 minutes on the TV.
0: Like, yeah. you know, like
2: how much of TV ads, you just like, oh, it's ads. I'll, put, I'll mute it yeah, and yeah, do yeah. something else yeah. or whatever. I'll put yeah. my phone and yeah. scroll. Well, I mean, that's if time. you still
0: watch TV. Like, you may be just watching things online now.
2: Are you guys seeing more and more businesses investing in podcasts?
0: Yeah, once they're educated in what podcasting is, because mm. it's still an education process mm. for non-podcast listeners, like just everyday people. Yeah. From a network
1: perspective, we talk to clients um, or potential
0: clients a
1: lot, and um, sometimes it's great when they uh, you know, spend some money on advertising and support some of the podcasts. But equally, if we can walk away and we've just kind of educated them on what a podcast is and the stuff you can do with podcasts and the different ways you can advertise. Because there is it is very flexible and, and, and quite uh, dynamic in the way that you can advertise on, on podcasting. Um, you know, as long as we've kind of educated them, then you can kind of say, "Well, that's that's been a good day's work." We'll yeah. come back to them in six months and see if they've uh, you know have learned a bit more and if they you know mm. are more inclined to go ahead with something. So yeah, yeah. So for example, you know, you might be listening to your favorite um, show from the UK. It's a big show now. As an advertiser, unless you had a massive marketing budget, you'd never be able to advertise on that show. But if your if if somebody's from this town, for example, Adelaide, is listening to. Um, listening to that show from the UK in Adelaide, you can advertise to them. So previously where you would need to have an international marketing budget for very little, you can talk to those people, they can listen to an international show locally and get your ad fed to them. And of course there's different types of advertising like I mentioned previously, there's dynamic advertising which is yeah, basically geo-targeting where your ads are going to land and then you can bake in an ad as well so it'll be a live read at the start of a show and. And if you're using a running a branding campaign, that kind of advertising is really powerful because uh, a show could blow up and become extremely popular at any time. Um, they have a certain guest on and gets a lot of interest, etc. But if you put a baked-in commercial on a podcast, people could be hearing that ad for two or three years to come, even mm. longer, even. Um, and so, from a branding perspective, yeah, that is an extremely cheap uh, and effective campaign. Yeah, uh, you know, compared to you know, print. Yeah. other types of mediums yeah
2: mm. or you know the tv ads as well Going back yeah to that, you exactly know, the cost comparison yeah. totally yeah and you know it's gone you've only got you've set time slots
1: exactly and you know a lot of uh, companies that have marketing budgets are already running radio campaigns they've got an ad already you could quite easily throw that into the podcast uh, mm. world and uh you know run a very cost-effective campaign. Mm. So, yeah.
2: The building of a community around a podcast. Like, how do people go about that? What's
0: yeah, well, we we learned from the bad cast. Like, building a community, like, it's just the weirdest thing ever because you never, ever meet them until you invite them to, like, a drinks night or yeah. something, and then they all roll up and they're talking to you like they know you. Going, <laughs> Remember that time that you did that thing where you sculled that drink and, and it was hilarious and you're like... No, (laughs)
2: Um,
0: but it it did happen. Like, it's just the most bizarre experience uh, ever. It's really cool meeting. Yeah, you're right, though. Like, you know, especially for the bad cast in particular, you do get some interesting
1: characters (laughs) that like to listen. Uh, But, yeah, it's it's really kind of a a compliment for people to, uh, you know, to listen in and kind of remember what you're saying and and, and just follow the show and, you know, keep up to date. I mean, the bad cast, you know, the one that I'm on uh, really is just about – um, people sitting around and, and socialising and having a few laughs and we try to make it a bit of a vibe where if you're listening in, you're just sitting on the couch with the rest of us and talking, you know? Yep. That's the whole that's the whole vibe. And, you know, part of it is we we break the first ra- uh, rule of radio. Uh, when I introduce a show, I say, hey, everybody, that might seem pretty innocuous, but actually one of the first things you learn as a radio announcer is you're only ever talking to one person. That's like the golden rule. Mm. Um, but, we, we, you know, for the bad cast, we kind of just say, "Hey, you no, know, this is podcasting. We do what we like."
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. Because there's, there's always going to be a niche market out there um, because you've got the opportunity to talk to the world. It's like those people that dress up in bear costumes and stuff. Like there's always going to be a niche market somewhere in the world Furries. for that. Yeah, for, There you go. He knows all about it. Look at the beard. Look at the beard. It's another podcast I'm
2: watching.
0: <laughs> Fairies with Liam. Yeah. Um yeah, so
2: fairy friends with
0: Liam. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so no matter like how you do your podcast you can just be yourself because there's always going to be a niche market somewhere around the world where people's going to someone is going to appreciate what
2: you're doing so how do you get your podcast for those people around the world. I mean, it's not just a matter of putting it on iTunes. No, you're for right. you guys, what like what what has been those steps? You know, what have you learned through the Ozcast experience, you know, building yours and others podcasts? Mm,
0: yeah. You've got to use social media, first yep. of all. Like, you've, you've and you've got to get smart at
1: doing it as well. It's not just posting something. It's about using the right hashtags. It's about, you know, running campaigns and targeting cert- certain um, geographical areas. Maybe it's outside of Australia. Um, and you, you test a bunch of them and you say, oh, these, these people tend to you know, uh, take a listen to the, to the show. These people don't, they're very expensive, so we won't worry about them. And, and you tr- keep trying to optimize that mm-hmm. so you get to a point where you know, people are listening. And I, I find that uh, one of the best ways to promote your podcast is to either go on other podcasts or get other, other yeah. you know, people to come onto your podcast. Um, And if you can, even better, get people from overseas to do it because then, especially if they've got a following, then you start kind of um, Mm. branching out to to other countries and then it grows from there. Because it only, once once somebody's heard it and they like it, then you've got them, you know, once they've subscribed, then... They're there. So they could be in any country, really, and Mm. they just happen to hear about you because they like some other person who came on your show. Mm.
2: So for you guys personally, like, is there, because there's so many different channels, like, you know, you're talking about lots of different platforms that you could promote it on, say, if you just say social media. Do do you think, is there one that you've found works better?
1: The king of podcast social media, if you ask me, would be Twitter, just because it seems to be where the activity is. But then you've got things like Discord and your Patreon and those kind of things and they are popular for a different reason because people can make a few bucks out of it. Podcasters can, mm. can monetize that if they're smart enough to be able to work that, kind of, that sort of things out. Um, Twitch. Twitch, yeah, I mean, Twitch is, is getting big as well. Of course, you've got to do your basic stuff like Facebook as well. If you're not on Facebook, then, you know, people have lots of different opinions about Facebook, but it's still a massive market. Mm. Um, so people will kind of expect to be able to find you Um, on Facebook and Twitter and all the major Mm. types of things. The
2: other thing that I've seen more and more is the different platforms. So we use Libsyn yep. um, for this podcast. yeah. You know, but there's more of those coming out. How, you know, if you're someone new into the market, like where do you start trying to find out that? I mean, Wish yeah. seems to be quite Well, good. I mean, that's the
1: thing is it's so so for for the uninitiated, you've got yeah, you've got a couple of levels of platforms. You've got your hosting platforms, which is what you were talking about there, and then you've got your listening platforms, and some of them do both. Mm. Um, really need to pick one that suits you because as I said. To you before they they have their different pros and cons. Audio Boom's a big um, platform that's got lots and lots of um, assets around the world, and then you've got some local Australian ones like Wushka and Omni. Um, and in fact, our, our network uses a number of different platforms, um, so we're not married to any particular one. And we've even in the past used our own servers as well. So that's another way you can do it if you've got the technical capability. Hmm. Capability. Um, you, should, you could be able to do it yourself and host it yourself. Um, so there's different things to consider. Some people like the uh, technology side of things kind of made easy for them and that's what they'll use. They'll use yeah. a particular platform for that. And others like the fiddly side of things and they'll use another platform mm-hmm. to save a few bucks or whatever it is. So yeah, I think you definitely need to just you know, search around. You know, do a, do a Google search on, um, you know, podcast hosting platforms. And there'll be a bunch you can choose from. And you just got to look through and see what suits Mm. you. All
2: right. Well, thank you so much for sharing so many different podcast insights today. But in conclusion, can you share with me your be the drop tip? So that is your top communication tip for building connections.
0: Yeah. Mine would be be yourself and always use gratitude. Like just thank people, uh, just be happy and good things will come.
2: Good. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I, I, I like what Andy
0: said, but I'll We tried okay, to say this uh-huh. way. Look, I love you man, but you gotta have your own. <laughs> <laughs> his t-shirt and his his Tim.
1: Be punctual. I really appreciate punctuality.
2: <laughs> this is a top tip for computer communication. <laughs> yeah, it
1: is, because you know when you when you when you deal with people and you say you're gonna do something, you should do it and do it on time.
0: Good. You're poking a lot of people right now.
2: Thank you so much. It was awesome. No worries. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Be The Drop. Don't forget to subscribe in order to ensure you never miss one of our weekly episodes. Be The Drop is produced by Narrative Marketing, where we believe that stories connect individuals and that powerful storytelling can positively impact the world. It is our mission to help unlock the power of story through this podcast and the range of products and services that we offer. To unleash your storytelling superpower, visit narrativemarketing.com.au or check out our social links in the show notes. To get in touch with any specific comments, you can email me via Amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au. And don't forget that whilst a task or challenge may seem overwhelming, a waterfall begins with one drop and look what comes from that. Until next time.